I love the law. I crave it. Do you crave it? Do you think about it all the time? In the car. During sex. During sex in a car. No, because I have a life. Real lawyers don't have lives. We have law. You know what I thought about this morning in the shower? Naked Republican lesbians writhing in a warm pool of mud. <laughs> yeah, but after that... Why say, oh hell no, when you can say... Oh, hell, hell yes. yes. Oh my God, I can't believe you reached this episode, Love, Peace, and Hair Grease. This is Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. And today's episode, we finally get to see the origin of our namesake. Mm-hmm. Oh Hell Yes. So I'm really excited to talk about this. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Original air date of this episode is 329 2004 Written by Karen Gist. And guess what, Etsy? What? We're halfway through the series. We were at the oh halfway my mark. God. How crazy is that? That's, That's crazy. crazy. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, oh my God, like we got another half of this and then we're done. Then mm-hmm. we're done. Yeah. So um let's get into this episode. Actually, any news before we get in? Mm. No news over here. Nothing crazy. Except some of these skits that I'm seeing online. I hope I hope these are actual skits. Okay? Because some of y'all you know what the problem is with our generation? It's that <laughs> we don't grow up with shame. You know? Like Yes. Shame is very important in, in the in an adolescent's life, growing up, learning lessons. Learning how to act in front of people, too, and what to share and what not to share. Yeah, what to share, because some of y'all niggas get up on this motherfucking internet, and the shit that y'all sharing, maybe the FBI could not get out of me, okay? Olivia Pope What's that skit? Because we're referencing a certain skit. It's not a skit. It's like a guy who goes on the street interviewing people about what's the craziest thing they've done sexually. Okay, I don't know how organic these people are that he's quote-unquote finding, but whatever, right? I'm sure y'all have seen this guy. He's getting pretty... He has some viral moments. So this one girl, he asks her what's the craziest thing that has ever, she's ever done sexually, and she goes, well, I had a threesome. And he was like, oh, okay. And then she goes, with a mother and son. And then he was like, wait... A stepmom and a son? She said, no, 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 no. <laughs> She's like, nah. Birth mother. No, birth mother. <laughs> he came out of her, and then she he, made him come. Yes, and then he... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you heard it right. It's on the internet. It's fooling around Twitter. You can find it yourself if you don't believe us. It's, it's on the internet, and if that wasn't disturbing enough, this girl says that this mom... She was her she son's was she was doing lollipop. the Gawk three thousand on her son. On her son. This is crazy. I don't know what's going on in the world. I would have left. Shadi didn't leave. She just she joined in. She didn't leave. So she nasty too. That's why I'm thinking it's real. Nah, I don't think even the freakiest you know my, bitch 
I could not even think that you, you can't rope me into some fucking being an accomplice to incest, bro. Uh, you can't do that. That's some illegal shit. So, oh my god, that's how. I, so that's yeah. when I when I heard, I'm like, it ain't real. This ain't real. Yeah, because a real person would have left. But she was like, I joined in. We we was happy little family. I was like, oh no, oh no. Are the kids all right? Are the adults <laughs> all right? Yeah, I don't know. You know, we've been through a lot as uh, as uh, adults, you know, in this crazy world, especially <laughs> over the past few years. So you know, oh. we're all acting out in some way, I guess. I don't know, man. Oh, <laughs> it's just disturbing. Do people listen to this at work on the on the big on the big speaker? <laughs> nah, we be cursing. I don't think so. Don't oh, think okay, so. okay. We can't be talking about like threesomes with your mom and uh, fucking oh you put God. it on a big speaker at McDonald's or some shit. Fucking your mama, Lord, fix it, Jesus. Anyway, let's get into this episode because I'm excited to talk about it. Um, love, peace, and hair grease. And guess what? Etsy, you're up to do the cold open. Yeah, so we start off in the salon. Maya's cousin Ronnie. We already know. He's the shit with the hot comb. He burns her. And then she's like, oh my God, could you not burn me, motherfucker? And then he's like, what? I'm reading your, um, what What are we going to call this? Is this a book that essay. she's writing? It's, it's an, an essay. essay. First it's an essay, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I said, oh hell yes. The end. Mm. <sighs> so... What do you think? Well, girl, except for a couple of misspellings and a few runaway commas, mm-hmm. your essay is fierce. He finishes reading it, and I don't remember what the last lines was. He said, why say, oh, hell no, when you can say, oh, oh hell, hell yes. yes. I was like, okay, Maya, little, little inspirational, whatever the fuck. <laughs> But yeah, we see the origins of, oh, hell yes, it's going to grow and grow and grow. So this is the path leading up to Maya being an authoress. So mm-hmm. I love to see it. I love it. Mm-hmm. So next we're at the law firm. We see Joan in the elevator with uh, William and a couple white people. <laughs> They're laughing up a storm um, and she's not interested. She's not laughing with them. She's kind of annoyed looking at a magazine. And William and the Whites are just talking nerdy about law. I pulled a 170.6 motion out of my hat. Pursuant to CCP Chapter 3? The very one. What about Section 170.4? I got around it. That is so sweet. Clark, you're the man. Isn't he a bad mamma jamma, John? He is something. <clears throat> you know when, when it's early and people are already working? They're already talking about work, but you ain't even clock in yet? Like, right. I was like, can we chill until we actually get up to the flow? It's giving very much working off the clock. Oh, no. Oh, God. That just sounds... Ugh. I had a shiver down my spine when you said that. <laughs> working off the clock. Ugh. <laughs> but um, they get to Joan's floor and she leaves uh, and they continue to talk nerdy and she kind of rolls her eyes. So this is going to happen a few times in the episode to show uh, Joan's disdain for her job. Mm-hmm. We've already known she hates it here, but we're really getting in this episode. So she gets to her office and we see Peaches, her assistant. We haven't seen Peaches in a long time. Mm-hmm. Good to see him. You know, it's crazy. I still can't get over the fact that his name is Peaches or he's called Peaches in the work setting. I know that ain't his real name. 
No, no, it's just hilarious. Cause but it's they, like, but imagine them white calls them peaches. <laughs> imagine imagine them white people talking about. Oh hey peaches, can you leave uh can you leave Joan this message for me? Oh thanks peaches, you're great. It's like hey Joan, did you get my message? I left it with peaches. Like <laughs> his name, his real name probably like Peter or something. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. It's probably a hood name. You know them hood names just be coming from nowhere. It don't got no nothing with your real name. Maybe he just loved peaches. He could. Or he they, they probably, growing up, he was probably real, real sweet. Like, Ooh, you know. like a peach. Real, real, uh, real sweet. I, I you feel sweet. You. you had a little sweet. I'm going to call you peaches. <laughs> you know how the hood do. <laughs> so, come to find out. Peaches has got everything done before she arrives. Got Jones green tea. Printed out her emails, which is like, really? We also do that? Whoa. (laughs) Printed out an email? Why were they doing that? Why were they doing that back then? I have no idea. That's a long time. She don't got a laptop? Yeah. She got a computer. Forward her the damn email. I don't know. Whatever. Confirmed her three o'clock meeting. And he says, oh, yeah. And by the way, I quit. I was like, well, damn shit, Peaches. Mm. that's casual Jones mad confused so he's like oh yeah yeah, my bad my bad I meant to say I hereby give you my two week notice of resignation okay first off peaches you don't give verbal notice write the shit down because they gonna act like you ain't say it but he's leaving the firm because he's going back to situations him and Ronnie patch things up yep they cool now so he's gonna be the HHIC know what that is head hot comb in charge (laughs) Yep. And Joan's obviously not happy about this, but he says, you know, if I may speak out of turn. I need to extricate myself from this sinking ship you call a career. Sinking ship? Excuse me, Peaches, but I I am on the partnership track. If I may speak out of turn again. Oh, no, the hell you ain't. (laughs) Any fool can see you don't really want to be partner. Hell, you don't even want to be a lawyer. Not in your heart of hearts. Of course I do. Girl, you need to stop faking the phone. How did he clock this? Well, I guess he sees her a lot. He sees her a lot. Um, he's probably very intuitive. You know, he is a hairstylist, so he's part therapist just Ooh. by nature. So he can feel this shit. And he's gay. You know these gay niggas. They know. <laughs> what do they know? They be they- knowing the tea. He probably heard it through the grapevine that, you know... Her attitude, her vibe has been kind of off. You know, the whites can pick up on that when you're not trying to um, tap dance with them. So so they probably let something slip. Yeah, you know, and the, the, the girls it. talk. The girls talk. The boys right. talk, too. So he calls out the fact that, you know, Joan's just faking the funk when she comes to work. Mm. You know, he can see in her eyes that she don't really want this lawyer shit. Hmm. And we eventually find out uh, that's going to be the theme of this episode. So next we're at Skia with William and Joan. And Joan lets William know that Peaches gave notice. And she's like, you know, this bitch had the nerve to tell me he doesn't think I'm ever going to make senior partner. Because my heart isn't in the job. Isn't that ridiculous, William? And William was like, well, uh, shit. Well, he, he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he knows that Joan's heart's rarely in it. He can tell. Of course he can tell. Mm-hmm. He probably told Peaches. Mm. She's like, but why would I waste three years in law school taking the bar and spend the last seven years practicing law if my heart wasn't in it? 
And I'm like, there are many reasons you could have done that. Well, for the bread, duh. Oh, yeah, that's a big reason. I forgot. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking you saw a job, you decided to do it, and you you want to be on the street like, like Lynn? So, mm. Speaking of Lynn, what? she comes in handy during this episode. I would have killed her. Yeah, uh, we're going to get there because that's a, that's a big one. That's a, that's a thing. So, um, her hair looks terrible, by the way, here. Did you notice? Jones? Yeah. Mm, no. How is it looking? It just don't look like she brushed it. It don't look laid. I'm thinking they did it mm. on purpose to show how unhinged she is and how she doesn't care. She doesn't have a caring spirit in her heart right now. Maybe low-key depressed. That, too. She was going back to therapy in the previous episode. She was calling her mm-hmm. uh, therapist. So, William says, you know what? I love law. I crave it. Do you crave it, Joan? Do you think about it all the time? And this speech reminds me of Sister Act 2. Do you know sister, the scene I'm thinking about with Lauren Hill and Whoopi Goldberg? Mm-mm. Where uh, she wants to be in choir, but she fronting like she don't want to be Lauren's character, Rita. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the other nuns asks Whoopi to go talk to her. So she says, after a big speech, she says to Lauren, if you wake up in the morning and you can't think about nothing but singing first, then you supposed to be a singer, girl. Mm. So I, I feel like this is William's speech to Joan. Because he does mm. say, like, what were you thinking about in the shower this morning? Mm. But she, he was thinking about arguing a, a landmark case in front of the Supreme Court. But she was uh, thinking about remodeling her shower. So that's a big clue. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into this whole back and forth. Let's face it. I wake up ready to litigate. You wake up ready to decorate. <laughs> I like trying cases. You like trading spaces. Okay, William, I get the point. Wait, I have another one. <laughs> I like watching court TV. You throw around potpourri. Do you, uh, did you ever watch trading spaces? Yeah. That was my shit. I don't know why. Because it seems so, like, if I watch it now, I'll probably not pay attention or care. But back in the day, I don't know what it was, but that show had me. Mm-hmm. So speaking of that, they're over at Lynn's house and they're about to do a little remodeling. And as soon as we open the scene, we see Tony's hair. What do you think of Tony's hair? It's giving Tyler Perry. <laughs> it gets worse, so... Get ready for that. We have reached Tony's short hair journey era. I think they could have did it where the wig is more, um, it's more flat. It's just looking very, very Like it ain't sitting right? Yeah, it's not sitting right. Maybe they made the braids underneath too big. When you do short hair, it's not like when y'all doing, um, the girls already know. Some of the girls already know. But some of y'all don't know. When you're doing styles like that, like super straight hairstyles or short hairstyles, you got to make the braids when you actually braid your hair down very, very small so that Mm -hmm. it's not looking all thick like Tony shit. Yeah, so it's not bumping up and puffing up. Yeah, so it don't look mad bumpy. (laughs) Yeah, um, I I don't like her in short hair at all. Mm, It doesn't work with her face? It her, it's her face. It's something about her face. It Short hair is hard to pull off anyway. For real. Only a few. Only a handful of women can do it. All facts. One of them's Tony Braxton. The other is uh, Halle Berry. Neil Maybe Long. you can add Neil Long. Yeah. In there I like too. Rihanna with short hair too. Not a fan of that. No, that's you where I You like her with the short hair? Nah, I didn't like it. 
Yeah. I think so, she so. has a different shaped face too. Like it just doesn't work. Mm. Jada Jada works it. Mm-hmm. What's the movie? Oh, Dirty Shane. Dirty Shane, Jason's lyric. Mm-hmm. Um mm. a lot of the nineties girls was giving it. It's a tough look to pull off. It's like yeah. a certain bone structure that you need to have. And it doesn't mean that like um you you can still be beautiful and not be able to pull this short hair off. But it's just a certain look that you Oh need. yeah, she ain't ugly. Yeah. She just ain't giving it like she was when she had her other hair. Like the other hair was bad bitch. It was giving bad bitch. Mm-hmm. This ain't giving that. It's giving Soccer mom. I was gonna say shout out to the moms that are listening right now, but it's giving not even soccer mom, PTA mm-hmm. mom. She's overwhelmed, yeah. so she just gotta throw this wig on. You know, she ain't got nothing but two She's minutes to get <laughs> to get ready. She don't have long access to the bathroom because yeah. they all the kids are not fighting over over who gets the, the the fucking toothpaste. Yeah, and she gotta come home and cook dinner after doing a long day at work. So mm-hmm. she's just tired. That's all it is. Mm. You know, she gets no respect. So that's the thing. I just you know I've seen a lot of tweets that talk about they don't like you know the fans don't like this hair. So how long does she keep it? Does she keep it for a while or just for this episode? Oh, it ain't just this episode, girl. <laughs> it's a few episodes. Oh, you thought it was just stopping here? Oh. No. It's And it's going to look even weirder. But why didn't they give her the early 2000s um, pop R&B singer here? You know, the one that... um, Like Pink? <laughs> yeah, like Pink. Kelly Rowland had that hairstyle for a little bit. Um... The girl that sings, I'm super girl, and I'm here to <laughs> She had that hair, too. The yes, too. she did. Um, that would have been cool if they'd done that, but I don't know. Mm. It's not her most flattering. But the girls are all over at the house. Uh, they're wearing coveralls because they're going to paint uh, Lynn's apartment. But mm. Tony's not going to help. She's just there hanging out with the girls, pouring wine. She is not wearing co- coveralls at all. Which, if you're going to be there watching, you should still wear the coveralls. You don't want to mess up your clothes. Mm-hmm. That's true. We still see Maya's old couch in Lynn's apartment, so I assume that Maya kept the couch that Alex gave her. Mm-hmm. Which is like, of course. Of course I would. The fuck? <laughs> so, they do this really cute joke before they start about check, check. Hot glue. Check. Coveralls. Check. <laughs> all right guys i think that's everything uh you forgot to mention tony's new do check and if y'all get any paint on it y'all will be dead check <laughs> how about when we finish here we go over to my place and paint jabari's room real quick check <laughs> get a sister get a check but nobody checks that because nobody wants to do that so uh once they start to do the apartment it's like trading spaces they pull the do the, a time lapse of them taking all the shit out of the apartment and they have the music it just brought me back i totally <laughs> forgot about this show until they did that so they get done by the way where's william he should have been helping them with this shit period you need a good, never a good strong nigga to carry that shit <laughs> a good strong nigga i mean if you want a good strong nigga maybe not william <laughs> mr i'll do you i he's think that coon. he would be good he's he's tall he looks oh he's like tall all right he got some shrimp if you know what i mean oh that's another word for for white did i tell you this no so if i'm out in public and i want to talk about white people and they're around i just say tall people 
because you know you can't say white people when they like sitting next to you in a cafe next to you yeah they don't know what the fuck we talking about when we say tall they think we talking about real tall people because they're so so, they're so stupid and they're so like one track minded yeah they don't think critically like yeah it's weird um yeah these niggas are one track minded (laughs) <laughs> Nicky on them dickies. <laughs> I'm not watching that documentary. What? <laughs> Yo. I'm not watching that shit. Why? I feel like it'll make me not like her. And I wanna like no. her. I feel like okay. if I watch that shit, she gonna act in a certain way or say something that's gonna make me not like her. So let let me watch it and then I'll I'll be like, oh yeah, I think you'd like this. Or no. No, I think you like her no matter what. I think she can't do no wrong. You're going to be like, oh, it's good. And then I watch it. I'm like, nah, I don't like the way she said that one thing in that one scene. <laughs> what is it going to be on? Where do you watch it? Is it Lifetime? She's Lifetime. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the black fucking... That's where all the black documentaries go. Um, she's looking. She's looking at Amazon right now. But she, it, it seemed like whoever cutting the the um the biggest checks, she said right now they're bidding for it, so she doesn't know. Amazon, maybe Netflix, maybe who knows? Whoever cutting the biggest check, so we'll see. We'll see. Um. So yeah, William ain't there. William, he should be there helping them, but he probably somewhere dreaming about law. So they painted all up and everything, feng shuied a little bit, and it's really cool when you look at her apartment. You can actually see in like the upper right hand corner, you see blue octagon, the painting. Yeah. And red triangle. That's a nice little touch. Continuity. I love it. <laughs> and they finish up and Tony's like, hmm, so when y'all gonna get started? Because she is not impressed. Nope. Do we like the purple with the, with the, um, in this apartment? Like with everything Girl, else? I just now found out it was purple. I ain't care enough. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize it was purple. I didn't purple. like how it was looking. It wasn't matching with everything else. Like, I get that she's eccentric and, like, you know, everything don't gotta be matchy-matchy, but mm, it was kind of clashing for me, I guess. I mean, it's Lynn. She's a... She clashes. <laughs> All her life choices clash, so this is very on-brand. But she... Uh, Lynn gives Joan props on the on leading the remodel. And then we see a box of some stuff. It's the stuff that she wants to give back to the girls that she's collected throughout the years. And in this box, we see, well, no, Joan is looking through the box. And she's like, bitch, is this the letter that you were supposed to mail to F-I-T? Fashion Institute Technology, for those of you who don't know. Super famous, legendary fashion school. And Lynn is like, oh, um, yeah, I guess, girl. Yeah, um, so it's the application to the Fashion Institute. And whose fault do you think this is, actually? It's Joan's fault. But what I will say is, I no, actually, it's both of their fault. Because if you know that this is an important letter for school, you would make sure that it was mailed, number one. And number two, Lynn, if you knew that you couldn't handle that responsibility for your best friend for a decision that could affect the rest of her life, and now, foreshadowing, it has, you should have just said, oh, girl, I, I, I can't mail that letter, girl. I, I'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> the fuck? 
I'll catch you on next time you want me to mail an important letter. <laughs> um, here's the thing. You said it yourself. This is a very important letter that could change your life. And we see that it did. Okay. This is an application for a school that's really important to her. Her number one choice. So I'm thinking you've known Lynn for a few years at this point. You know how flighty she is. You know how um, unreliable she can be. Why would you put this in her hands and tell her to go mail it off thinking that she could handle this task? Lynn knows she can't handle this task. We know that. She knows that. Joan should have known that and done it herself. Mm. Or give it to Tony. Maybe Tony would have been a better choice if you physically couldn't do it. Yeah. But Lynn? Nah. Lynn is too irresponsible. Miss Couch Surfer? Well, she wasn't a couch surfer at this point because they were still yeah, like. Yeah, but the early. seeds were already there. <laughs> Her personality didn't just pop up after college. I know she's shown. People don't just do this out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So it's Joan's fault. Yeah. When it comes to stuff like that, no one's going to go hard for you like you go hard for you. Mm-hmm. So when she didn't get an acceptance letter from the Fashion Institute, she thought it was a sign that she should go to law school instead. So now she says, And now I'm stuck being a stupid lawyer with a stupid life, all because of your inadvertent malfeasance. Thanks a lot, Lynn. Thank you for ruining my life. Mm. And then she storms out. Man, that's a bit much, Joan. It's, you are. It's, it's a bit lot. Yeah. Because really she didn't ruin your life. You ruined your own life by not putting it in the mail yourself. And your life ain't even ruined. You make it mad bread. Yeah, you don't have a stupid life either. Like, <laughs> your life's pretty good. It's better than a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people's. Uh, Joan is having one of those quarter life crisis, or I don't know. She's like technically 32, so a little bit past the quarter life. Something of yeah. that nature. Around that time. Life crisis. She really is. And we think Lynn's going to get real serious on this part and realize her mistake. But she says... Uh, how about thanks to me, she can use big law words like inadvertent malfeasance. <laughs> She's rarely ever serious about anything. Um, back in situations, Maya walks in looking all sad. And Ronnie's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you looking all, oh, hell no, when you are Miss Oh, hell yes. And she said, because she got a D plus on her essay. And I'm thinking. Probably a cracker that was grading it. That's what I was thinking. With cultural differences. <laughs> that's all it is. And that's what I always used to think when I was handing in papers, like, you don't even get what, where the fuck, you're not even on my level, like, the fuck, why you, why is you even grading my shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that means that it's still good. The person grading it just didn't know. They just don't understand. And next, did you see who was sitting next to her in this scene? Our girl, a young Leslie Jones? Leslie fucking Jones. Oh, God. I hope that that sounds good on the mic. Um, it should. But yo, this is one of her first roles. Oh my gosh, she looks exactly the same because you know black don't crack. Duh. Of course, she, like... yeah, she looks exactly the same. But Leslie's character's name is Mabel, but we're just gonna call her Leslie because come on now, like why not? <laughs> and Leslie's like, listen, your professor is stupid. That essay saved my life. And she's like, how you read my essay? Apparently, Ronnie put copies of it in the waiting area like it's a fucking magazine. And I'm like, did you pay Maya for that? Do she get royalties? Or how does that work? And like, I don't know. Is that shit copyrighted? Like somebody can just easily yeah. steal that shit. Plagiarism. Like, girl. You got to chill with that, Ronnie. Come on, man. 
but pretty much everybody in the salon done read it another girl talking about, <laughs> talk about she read oh hell yes and she was at a low point my boyfriend was tripping my husband was getting on my last nerve child was ready to jump off my garage <laughs> i was like wait what like the <laughs> s word i don't think so because is the garage that high up actually now that you mention it so when she said I'm about to, I was ready to jump off my garage, I know it's supposed to be wacky. I mean, Shorty already said she got a boyfriend and a husband, so I just figured it was supposed to be wacky. But like a regular garage in a house is only one floor up. Right. Is that so enough? You can't, you can't really die from that. Right. I mean, you're going to hurt I yourself. I think it's supposed to be silly. Yeah, you might yeah. break an ankle or fucking break your arm. But dying? Unless she means like she worked or she lives in an apartment and she's thinking about jumping off of her parking garage like oh <laughs> yes i don't know what a garage she's talking about but maya's like wait so my essay kept you from jumping mm-hmm. and leslie jones says no she jumped but when she hit the pavement she thought was that stupid oh hell yes <laughs> and maya's like huh okay y'all really like this shit huh so we see Joan back at her office. She looking all sad, just like she was in the previous episode. And guess who knocks on her fucking door? Oh, girl, Sharon. Sharon Upton farted. Why are we seeing this woman again? I thought we were done with her. Me too. I haven't seen her in a minute. She scolds Joan and tells her to get back to work because she ain't really doing nothing but staring off into space. She's talking about, oh, you squandering billable hours and shit. Oh, I'm God. thinking that's why you need to have the door closed, Joan. Like, why should you be having that shit open? Close the door. Yeah, because not this stupid bitch is, like, all up in your business. Like, can we have a moment? Sometimes you just need a moment. Mm-hmm. So, she, you know, Joan's wondering if she could talk to Sharon about her problem. You know, her not feeling fulfilled at work. So, she sits down, and Joan talks about her depression. I've just been feeling really depressed lately. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, it's ever since I was passed over for senior partner. Not that you don't deserve it. (laughs) I feel unfulfilled. She's like, well, that's why we give you a check every week so we can compensate you for feeling unfulfilled. Is that why? I don't know if that's why. Some people look at it that way, but a check don't fix everything. Yeah, you're giving them a check because they're they're providing you a service. Y'all don't give a fuck about their fulfillment. Or their mental health. Yeah. Like, girl, please. And Joan's like, it can't just be about a check. And what Sharon gets out of the job is power and respect. Mm-hmm. And Joan's like, you know, when I went to law school, I thought I'd be making a difference or changing the world. But now it just feels like another day, another billable hour. And Sharon basically tells her to stop whining, as Sharon does. Mm. So uh, we're at Skia. Tony and Maya are waiting for Joan to arrive after this little meeting with Sharon. Mm-hmm. And Maya Maya brought her little book to, to lunch. She's writing in her book, trying to get this... Uh, I don't know if it's a book yet she's writing. I don't think she decided that yet. I think she's just writing down ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's in the zone. She looks away. <laughs> she looks away and she goes... Don't be a stupid bitch. Don't be a skank hoe. <laughs> Girl, ain't nobody talking to you, Tony. I'm looking for a self affirming way to say don't be a stupid bitch you know for my fans so joan finally arrives and maya's like so what the hell were you thinking when you talked to sharon today i'm like damn sharon done told what did you think when you saw that 
I was like, look at Sharon's ass out here gossiping like a bitch. I believe that she really wanted to be friends with Joan and that she really cared. Mm, I didn't believe that. But I didn't think she was going to say anything. I thought maybe she was going to well, use it Well, I didn't to think she advantage. was going to say anything. Maybe that's what I meant to say. I didn't think she would go tell people, especially Sweetelson. Mm. Oh, gee. So apparently mm-hmm. Sharon's assistant told Peaches, who told Maya, that Joan told Sharon that Joan hates her job. But then Sharon told Sweetelson, so. And Maya says, I feel like you purposely sabotaged your job like you do all your relationships. And she's like, ooh, I need to write that down. So she adds that to her self-help book that she's writing. And I'm thinking, is, is, do you think that's something that Joan does? I don't think she'd be sabotaging her relationship. I just think the niggas that they be writing her with don't be shit. One nigga don't want kids. The next nigga fuck 300 bitches. The next nigga is like 12 years old. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. And they do that on purpose, right? So... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you said it. It's a 12 year old. <laughs> oh, I'm in fact. Not because I didn't. You were naming grown man shit. And so then when you said the next nigga, I was thinking, <laughs> I wasn't expecting this 12 years old. Because that mental picture just was like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, they do write it like that so you can have some kind of conflict with the main character. But, I mean, I guess so. You you, you really, um, a lot of people say that Joan sabotages relationships and she can't keep a man, but they are, they are also, uh, they're trash as well. Mm-hmm. So why would, you know, why, why would, would you want to keep them? them? <laughs> yeah. It's about so, time. you know, it's not all Joan's fault, y'all. So stop that narrative. But, Joan just feels trapped in her job. And she's like, that's why I snapped at Lynn the other day. I'm like, no, you should have snapped at Lynn. She should have sent that shit off. But yeah. then again, yeah, you, you shouldn't have given it to her. But that was legit. But I mean, it, yes, at the end of the day, the onus is on Joan, right? Most of the responsibility. But I still feel like there needs to be some smoke for someone who says they're going to do something. Especially if it's important. It doesn't do it. Especially if they're your friend. No. I'm not Some saying that she needs so... to get all the blame or even half. Sure. But like Let's a twenty percent. Like there's some people that I've known before that are just super unorganized. They'll forget their name if it wasn't on their ID, you know? Mm. They forget errands. It happens. Some people just don't have a mind that works in an organized manner. And they know that. And Lynn should know that about herself and when been like, listen, uh, Joan, I can't do it give it back fine so that is her fault i remember Mm. that shit so i don't want to give too much blame to her but she does deserve a little sprinkle of it but Uh a lot of it most of it is joan and also what was you doing that you couldn't mail it out yourself like isn't there like a mailbox on everywhere like every maybe eight to ten blocks there's a mailbox there there's one i'm sure on campus when you go to your dorm yeah um you got more friends than lynn you could have given it to if you really needed to could have given it to your parents i don't know and especially it's like because a mailbox they have a time that they pick it up but it's not a time that you can actually drop it off so you could have done that at the end of the day whether it was late or super early i don't know like why lynn had to do it (laughs) i don't know Mm -mm -mm. anyway 
So um, Joan talks about how she doesn't like her job and she doesn't feel satisfied. But Maya says a lot of people aren't satisfied with their job, but they usually got a backup job and they don't just quit all willy nilly. But Joan don't got nothing. She don't got no backup plan, but she does have money saved up for a year. Mm, damn. I'm like, well, you know what? Don't use the whole year, though. Maybe mm. don't work for six months. Save that money. You don't want to get rid of all that money. And see if you can... Do you think she can go back to her job after six months? If, like... <sighs> I don't know how them white people would feel about that. Mm. You left us, and now you... Well, you know what? They brought back William when he left. Yeah, but William's a man. A black man? Hell yeah. Them niggas begin when it comes to black women? Hell yeah. Well, I don't know. You can try. If not, you still got another six months of money if it don't work out. <sighs> then you gotta find somewhere else to go, and then they not gonna pay you as much because you ain't been with them long enough. Oh, You gotta God. start from the beginning. Uh, but she got some ideas of what she wants to do next so she wants to do the house flipping thing but tony's like yo that's kind of like real estate and the market is really hard it's not for the meek or the foolish um by the way her suit did you notice tony's suit you liked it gray velour pantsuit with the pink (laughs) lavender lavender turtleneck underneath lavender they are just stunting on them they're really trying to show her off this mm-hmm. season they like her hair is messed up but the best of it they're like we gotta compensate <laughs> except from the neck down it's hitting though <laughs> it's giving <laughs> uh she wants to open a tea house cafe where they only serve tea which who the oh fuck? and then and then maya was like bitch niggas drink coffee yes i remember that one yeah who would do that so it's the flipping houses the tea house and the broadway musical out of all those, what's the most promising? The flipping houses, to be honest. <laughs> that tea house, I don't know. The musical, I don't know if she's musically inclined. I don't know. Well, she did do the musical stuff for Christmas. Remember, she, she did the caroling and she got everybody together with the practice and the harmonies. True. And Cinco de Mayo is holiday time. We've seen her. We've seen her do musicals. True. And she is Diana Ross' daughter, so... Uh, Joan isn't. Right. (laughs) I don't know about that musical, girl. Maybe the real estate is where it's at for me. So she's going to do none of those. Uh, Well, that's not where she's going to land. When she lands, it's not going to be none of those. So do you know what she she ends up doing? What's she end up doing? I'm not going to tell you until we get there. If you don't already know it. Oh, okay. But the girls ain't with all her choices. They don't think they're good ideas. So she's like, okay, I got to go get my job back. Dang, that would suck. I don't know. Being a lawyer doesn't seem fun anyway, so whatever. Quit the job. I don't care. Not at all. Especially especially corporate law, the type of law that they do. Like, they don't even get that cool how to get away with murder law. Like Or law and order SVU. Yeah. Like, it's just so boring. And by the book. Yeah. You can't plant like, evidence. You don't get to argue in open court and, like bring out evidence and point to people and say you did it i know you did it yeah and they're like tell yeah. me the truth you can't, you can't handle, handle the, the truth, truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god so back at the law firm sweetelson and sharon ask joan if they can talk to her in her office and they're very serious which is like for what they're gonna say this is a little bit of a overreaction a weird reaction mm-hmm yeah it seems so ominous and peaches is like see 
you know they only come in pairs when they're going to fire you, right? So Joan's like, damn. All right, so keep your ear to the door. And if you hear things going south, run in with my letter of resignation. And she's like, at least I can leave here with my dignity intact. Okay. I guess. So she walks into her office. They tell her to close the door. I'm like, damn. Damn. That's the kind of thing where you're like, you know what? If I lose my job, I lose it. I hate it anyway. Right. You gotta be like, mm-hmm. fuck you, nigga. <laughs> so Sharon says, listen, I uh, heard your complaints from yesterday, loud and clear. And Sweetelson says, we will simply not tolerate such an unhappy attorney. And Joan's trying to downplay her, her unhappiness, but they're not, they're not taking it. Joan, don't backpedal. This is what you asked for. No, our hands are tied. We have no choice but to ask you to pack up this office and move Here's upstairs. You've been promoted. Mm. I'm like, why? after all this time, y'all promote me because I, I threatened to quit? So Sharon actually came through. Okay, Cher, Cher. But no, no. Why it take me to threaten to quit? Threaten to quit. For you, I've been here all this time. And that's the whites. And honestly, now that's bringing me back to when William was threatening to quit. And then I was like, yo, maybe Jones will oh, try shit. to do the same thing. Like, if that's what it takes, shit. Oh, they did the same thing to William. He actually quit. Yeah. And then they brought him back and moved him up. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought this was like bittersweet. Because I'm like, yo, if y'all, if it's that easy to get promoted, I should have been did this. Y'all could have been promoted me. And it's not even an official complaint. It was really low-key tea that um that old girl was spilling to, to, to Swiddleson. So um, when this happens, of course, Joan looks shocked. And we move on to the next scene. So Maya is at Situations reading her essay. And it's a new one. And she says, It was my own inability to communicate with my husband. Mm-hmm. That caused me to unleash my hoe within. <laughs> but I had to forgive myself. At first I thought, oh hell no, I can't. But I lifted my head up and said, oh hell yes. Is that what happened? No, but if you want to add some sauce to the story to sell some books, then yeah, we could act like that's what happened. Good call. So she says, um, when your car has been repossessed, your medical bills are piling up. And the preacher has absconded with your church funds? Do you go belly up in cave? No. You lift your head to the sky and you say, Oh, hell yes. And they clap for her. She's like their MLK of self-help books. They're really <laughs> hanging on every word. Free at last. Oh, thank God, thank God Almighty. We are free at last. So Ronnie's like, damn, girl, they sopping you up like a biscuit. She's like, well, I need to stop giving away my gravy for free. They need to be buying my book. Good for you, Maya. Takes a lot to write a book. Mm-hmm. So some, I don't even know who this is, but did you see this part where this dude walks up and goes, girl, ain't nobody finna buy that. Who and is- walks away. And then Ronnie goes, don't listen to her. Who is that? Like, <laughs> it was so random. I was like, well, first off, why you gotta be mean? Second off, what are your pronouns? Because <laughs> I'm confused. Well, we're looking at it from a 2022 lens, but in the gay community... Oh, yeah, they call each other girl. They be calling each other girl, girl. I thought, okay, y'all trying to be progressive in a bit? But they ain't trying to be progressive. That's nah, just that's just the slang that they be using. Okay. <laughs> I was about to give y'all some credit, girlfriends. Dang. <laughs> 
But Ronnie's like, don't listen to her. These women in here will buy anything. Meat, bean pies, fake purses, airline tickets in the salon? <laughs> I don't know how they did airline tickets before the internet. I don't know how that worked. Very weird. Maybe credit? Can you buy it in a salon? Like you're buying credit for the airline? But how you do it in a salon? I don't know. They got to They walk it in, out. like travel agents walk into the salon and say, is anybody traveling soon? Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have email. Oh, I don't know. Very weird time. Hmm. That's crazy. So, um, Ronnie asks around at the salon and he's like, would y'all buy Maya's book? They say, oh, hell yes. Take a drink every time uh, someone says, oh, hell yes, in this episode, guys. Take a shot of whiskey. <laughs> Thank you. So we're back at Joan's house and Lynn comes by <laughs> and Joan opens the door. <laughs> Lynn has a blanket, which she made look like a baby. So that just in case Joan want to hit her, she ain't going to hit her because she don't want to hurt the baby. Yeah, you ever thought about doing that? <laughs> um, Faking? And acting yeah, like, like if you think somebody want to throw hands and you want to confront them, pretend like you got a baby in your hands. Hmm. That might work. That actually might work. But how long can you fake the funk? Nah, just that one time. You got to use that time wisely. <laughs> that chance. Right. Some people don't give a fuck, though. Some people don't feel like crazy. They'll Chill. punch the baby, too. I'm put the baby to the ground. <laughs> Chill. Um, Belen doesn't have a baby. She just didn't know if John was trying to throw hands, but apparently she thought joan got fired so we know she didn't but lynn still thinks that and she's like you know what you getting fired might be a blessing in disguise come on joan the only reason you went to law school was because you thought it was the safe thing to do it wasn't what you really wanted now you have another chance maybe you can spread your wings and find something that you really want to do i know it sounds risky but i'm telling you joan take the risk that's really cool mm-hmm. but that's when uh Joan lets her know, actually, I didn't get fired. I got a promotion. I got a huge raise. So now I get to travel and oversee associates, but most importantly, my office is the same size as Williams. So everything is perfect. And as she's saying it, she doesn't sound like there's much emotion behind her words. She's saying everything's good, everything's perfect, but it doesn't sound authentic. Mm, yeah it's just like like she's reading a teleprompter mm-hmm. so the next day at work we're back on the elevator with william the whites and joan but this time they're all going to the same floor the whites exit the elevator william exits he holds the door open and he's like come on joan and then joan is this like is us yeah he's like this is us it's very extra but anyway it's soap opera yeah and then she goes, nope, not today. It's you. It's not me. I was like, damn, Joan. Damn. I mean, I guess you finally get at least get on the 28th floor and see what's up. Yeah. Apparently they got Cuban cigars, Colombian coffee, quilted toilet paper. Mm, not the quilted one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be able to give up that money, though. Well, hold you. Yeah, that's senior partner money. Yeah, how about you work for a good three months and then stack up a little bit and then you dip? I don't know. See what the check looking like at least after the taxes. God damn. Well, that's when you got to think about: is it are you doing it for the money or the love of the job? For the she money. just doesn't love it. You know. Mm, damn. Well, that's that on that. So she she hops back on the elevator and the door closes. 
And we don't really know where she goes. I assume she was leaving the building completely and mm-hmm. just quitting right then and there. But the next scene, she's in her original office. She's walking out with one of those staged boxes, those mm-hmm. filing boxes that everybody carries when they're leaving a job. Mm-hmm. Which, where did they get those? <laughs> I don't ever see them in real life, only on TV shows yeah. when people quit their job. Oh, no. Everything fits right in that box? Yeah, like, all of y'all stuff? Okay. So she uh, takes the box, walks over to the door, and turns around and says, Goodbye, Joan Carol Clayton Esquire. Which, she never used that. Mm-hmm. She should have used that more. That sounds regal. Mm. Joan Carol Clayton Esquire. Mm-hmm. So she turns off the light closes the door and is about to walk out the building and peaches is like uh counselor what are you doing with that box aren't you here for another week she's like yeah i was just practicing the box ain't even full there's nothing in it so he's like well today's my last day so uh, can i use that box so she gives it to him and he tries to take everything even the painting off the wall mm. which you know how we do period <laughs> 48 is in a mule <laughs> <laughs> And that is the end of the episode. So by next episode, she will have a new job. Oh, it's coming that quick. It's not going to be the where she's going to finally land. I don't even know. See, I, I know next episode she's going to have a job, but I don't even know why she has this job because she has a, a year's worth of money of savings, saved up. Yeah. And the job she picks is like a job she doesn't need. It's beneath her. So, oh, is it fast food? No shade. <laughs> fast food <laughs> yes it's fast food so what? Like, what the fuck joan i don't know well we'll find out why she chose this because i haven't seen that episode in a long time but yes it's fast food so um that is the end of the episode and next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode so etsy what is your oh hell yes moment my oh hell yes moment is ronnie encouraging maya to pursue more of her writing and like well i'm not here for him putting her writing out like that in the motherfucking waiting room area but i get the gesture he's saying listen the girls are saying that your shit is rocking so do your thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know what it's kind of like if he hadn't done that she wouldn't have known that people like her shit you know true True. back then they ain't have like I guess they had Tumblr and shit, but they didn't have social media like that to where she, people can go on her page and read it. How else were they going to get this? I'm also thinking, wouldn't it be like kind of harder to plagiarize because of that? Like of what? Because they didn't have social media, the internet wasn't OD, OD rocking like that. So like someone couldn't just take a picture and be like, boop. Oh, it'd be a little harder because you can prove that you wrote it first if you have timestamps and stuff but it's whoever copyrights it first honestly Mm -hmm. Mm. like she may have written it first but whoever gets to that copyright office first is the one who uh gets the coin Mm. only thing the white man ever invented motherfucking that's how white people get that shit off Mm. they get to the copyright office before we do a lot of time Mm. um my oh hell yes moment is the origin story of oh hell yes this whole episode well not the whole thing but the the arc with maya mm-hmm. and seeing the salon get behind her writing and give her the confidence confidence to write her book 
of which we uh took the name for our podcast for yeah of our podcast for so that was really cool and it's so crazy that that episode this episode about oh hell yes landed midway through the series mm-hmm. and that's the name of our podcast it's all very fitting so uh head on over to our social media at hell yes girl on twitter that is our only social media for now mm-hmm. and uh drop us a line mm-hmm. uh let us know what you think of this episode did you think uh, joan was crazy for quitting her job or was it time to get up out that bitch mm-hmm. let us know yeah did you know maya starting her new venture into writing so it's really cool that joan's also trying to do something that she loves too definitely and what do you think of tony's hair yay right nay because <laughs> uh it's a nay over here but maybe uh you guys like it i might actually do a poll yes definitely do a poll we don't we don't fuck with it it's just jill marie jones is gorgeous and we just want her to look her absolute best all the time the short hair uh it's not for everybody just like how certain colors you know textures patterns cuts eh, doesn't flatter yeah, her exactly love peace and hair grease you know? <laughs> see how i bring it back bring it back so um yeah head over to social media if you want to talk to us uh about that mm-hmm. oh i'm i'm etsy row on twitter guys i'm more i'm more oh yeah i'm more what you will call it on twitter now i'm getting a little better a little bit yes <laughs> at etsy row um ask her about her book ask her when her oh hell yes equivalent's coming out yeah guys but the book is coming Just keep a lookout she'll let you know it's coming but yeah head on over to apple podcast and give us five stars and leave a review and we will read it live on the air and you will officially be one of our girlfriends period next episode is called wieners and losers Mm. so uh that's gonna be a fun one to talk about can't wait to do that and until then i am your girl nettie smith and i am etsy Rowe. and we'll be here for you next week with wieners and losers bye